Welcome back to the Public Access Podcast, a podcast that has been going since a long time, since 2013. I think it was after I went on this guy's podcast, uh, which would have been probably 2012-ish, maybe 2013, but yeah, he was doing it and I was like, this guy's fucking cool, man. I didn't know who he was. I didn't know who he was. I was... uh, I got a, a call like, hey, come over and do a podcast. There's this guy that put up a uh Craigslist. You know, a Craigslist. I wasn't gonna say it. I was gonna say that uh yeah, I was gonna make it. Why is Craigslist cool. dirty for people? Well, because you can fucking get hoes on Craigslist. That's don't, like don't do it poorly. Well, okay, if you're going to get hosed, don't go to Craigslist. So, you guys, without further ado, I'm going to fucking bring in, since he's here, the, uh, he was, should be again, but that's up to him. I ain't going to fucking say nothing. He could be doing, he's he's an artist now. He's been an artist before, and he he's art elating like crazy. This is my buddy, D. Jacob Riles. What is happening? Yo. Hey. Hey. Hey, uh, Rusty, how you doing? Man, I'm doing fucking good. It's not Friday. I don't know what day of the week it is. Everything's <laughs> is, kind of blurring together right now. So, is it your Friday? Not everyone's Friday comes on Friday. I don't know, man. I don't even know if it's my Friday. I think it's Wednesday. It um, is when, it's, when, it's everybody's Wednesday. It's everybody's Wednesday. Well, some it's the Wednesday. Roman Wednesday. It's Wednesday somewhere. It's Wednesday somewhere, man. That's going to be our new shirts that we're dropping here tonight. Uh, <laughs> afterwards, uh, DJ Cup is going to make them up and uh, get all the profits. And so, yes, yeah, Wednesday. I don't know, man. Everything the last month has just been a blur. Uh, I'm I'm out over in on the East Coast, man. I got out of Utah, and so everything is all fucking. We just got our truckload of shit that I guess we need. Uh, but it's here now. I don't know, man. Like I, I, I went out to left Portland in a little two door Toyota, mm-hmm. and I had that was everything I had. And then now I got these. Like every other move has been this big truck, and it's just, it's ridiculous. And so I'm trying to get back down. I got rid of. I had a thousand foot square, thousand foot square. I had a thousand square foot store full of bullshit that I was selling. And I got rid of that because I brought a lot of that in my last move. And so now I don't have that anymore. So that's awesome. So that got rid of a lot of shit, but I still have way too much shit. So uh, if you want any shit, come on out to fucking <laughs> Connecticut and I'll fucking get, get rid of some shit again. Uh, so Ooh. how? Yeah. Yeah. So you want some shit, man? Fucking screaming deals. Connecticut. Connecticut, man. Yeah, I'm back. Uh, I haven't been here since 1987 when I lived here in 1987. So it's been been a while, but I'm I'm back in Connecticut, man. It's it's crazy out here. Um, I like it, but I was in Utah, so it's how was Utah, man? Fucking Utah is one of the most beautiful places in the world, but. But But there's a big but. The people are a pain in the ass. 
I, I was in Salt Lake City, so I'm just gonna. Oh like, shit! You went to Mecca. Yeah. Well, no doubt. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> anywhere out of there would have been amazing, and I would have loved it. Like uh, even like 45 minutes just going into the mountains or something was great. But yeah, I I couldn't take it neither anymore. There, I was just I was ready to go. It's fine if there's one of them, but once I'm outnumbered by them, I'm getting the fuck out. It's it's tough, man. And it was, you know, anything I was doing, I even hired them hired, Filipino hairdressers. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah the Filipino hairdressers. <laughs> I hired them and they did, they did great jobs. And, um, and yeah, they just, uh, the people, I don't know. I, but then I looked in the mirror and I'm like, my haircut fucking sucks. I look <laughs> like a dick. I gotta leave. So, um, I, yeah, I just, I really pushed to get out of, utah and to somewhere else we thought we were going to nashville but then uh like last minute it was like oh no we're going to connecticut so um i'm here out uh like it's like two hours to new york and two hours to boston i'm kind of just right in the middle i'm not near any big city well like relative relatively big city so it's nice i'm not i wanted to be away from cities but you have access if you want it if I want it for those few times that I could feel like I could go there. But I mean, the last, I don't know how many years I've really become a homebody though. I don't know since like, I don't know, last five or six years after I busted my knee, I really became a homebody. I'm like, yeah, this is good. I, I like this. And like, once I was, I was living out on a farm sort of, I had goats and chickens. So I consider that a farm. That's farm enough. Portland farm, you know, Mm-hmm. but you know i don't know and then yeah then yeah a lot of other places but connecticut now so what what's going on with you man well this isn't the the rusty podcast this is <laughs> this is i i brought you on so i could talk about me <laughs> <laughs> just because like hey, yeah you know uh you're you're good to be bounce off of him so uh okay so let's go back to this let's go back to day one here um so you were in macon georgia macon good memory yeah man i remember the macon home of ron simmons yep uh yeah that's <laughs> that's what i know man home not according to the not according to the wrestling websites back in the day <laughs> according to the wrestling <laughs> websites back in the day georgia wasn't cool enough he had to be from there's a small town beside Macon called Warner Robins, which I think is where he really is from. Oh, and okay. and um, probably at the time he was born, it was like this little un- unincorporated place. So Macon is probably official. But if you looked on the WWF website back in the day, he was from Warner Robins, Texas, which I do not think exists. Oh, Might as, might as well have been Parts Unknown or Death Valley. They just made yeah. that shit up. But yes, parts, and parts L- Little Richard. Well, Little, Little Richard, Richard too. Mm-hmm. So, okay. And um, who's the book sitting on the dock of the bay? That guy. Otis Redding. Yep. So, okay. So, Little Richard. I thought Little Richard was dead. Uh, but then, like, and I also didn't realize how old he was. He's... It was amazing. Like, he was fucking in his 80s. He was, like, maybe mid-80s or something. He's, he's dead now, right? Yeah, he died like maybe a year ago. I thought he could—he oh. could have told me he died like 10, 20 years ago, and I would have been like, "Yeah, sure, of course." 
fucking he's been dead forever but... yeah he had a, like a, a resurgence he was like on every sitcom i felt like every uh, every two years back in the mid 90s but yeah like, since like... then he's i don't even think he's made public appearances that i've caught yeah, I don't think I have either. I mean, I think I remember him last being on Family Matters. See what I'm saying? Yeah, and that, yeah, that was yeah mid '90s, and other than like, that, I don't... why is he on Perfect Strangers? What's yeah. <laughs> like he was always just two two seven. He was just always a he was always doing sitcom cameos. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. Was it like the fiftieth anniversary of Tutti Fruity? I don't. I I didn't get it. I mean, probably pretty close to it. I mean, uh, which is crazy. It's crazy even then. Like, I mean, he was just going and going, and like he was, he was not relevant. I mean, like we knew, we knew Tutti Frutti. I knew Tutti Frutti. I was a kid for living in Oregon then. So I mean, Tutti Frutti is like, hey, it's that Tutti Frutti guy. He's on another show. But I mean, <laughs> by then, I mean, like he's he was around, you know, before. You know, like when Elvis was like not fucking 1970s Elvis, he was around like 50s Elvis. Those times, mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever else was in the 50s. Uh, Otis Redding, I think, was maybe a little, maybe around Otis Redding time. Was he like maybe He's, I think 50s, 60s. 60s? I think 60s. Yeah. So, I mean, there was some Otis Redding, uh, not Little John, um, <laughs> little, little Richard mm-hmm. overlap there. But yeah, man. So from Macon, Georgia, and you decided to come out to uh, Portland, Oregon, because you came out there once and you enjoyed it, or were you just did you just go, hey, that looks like a cool spot, and it's about as far away from Macon, Georgia, as it can be. Far away was part of it. That's true. It was just we were hitting. Uh, my wife is the breadwinner, and she hit a. Um, a career junction point and we didn't want to die where we were born the country's too big i think everybody should move away even you know i love it out here and i when people move away it's like i get it like i don't know where why you want to go where you're going but i get why you want to leave because we gotta our fuck this country is fucking huge and yeah, it there's... takes a long time to drive it <laughs> it takes yeah it's fucking huge it's got uh different personalities regionally and so um where i was especially especially since i've gone back it's not that there wasn't like some kind of diversity of thought it's just that there was like four shades and the difference between there and here was just uh i'm getting ahead of myself anyway weather weather had a huge fucking part of it oh because you like the rain I like not muggy and not a hundred degree days on the reg. Portland um, is a great place for that. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's like, it's wet, but it's not muggy. It's, it can, yeah. it can be sometimes, but not really. Uh, not a lot. Anyway. Yeah. That's Georgia. Georgia's like tropical and it fucking sucks and it's hot. And I don't, I'm a polar bear. So, <laughs> We looked at the Northeast where you're at, and me and Stephanie had both spent some time living there as kids. She yeah. hated it. I wouldn't have mind going back. Um, I love the Northeastern accent. Um, it's a lot. Except then, for in Connecticut, doesn't sound like anything. Or like really? in Central Connecticut, it sounds mm-hmm. like Portland. That's and it's weird. weird weird as fuck. But you go down to like New Haven even, or you go to uh, 
you know, you start going either way. You start getting people saying wicked, wicked, fuck <laughs> and, and shit like that. And uh, you were in Massachusetts, weren't you? Mm-hmm. God, Again, I'm on a memory. fucking roll, man. You are. Yeah, uh, Mr. Memory here today, which is... Uh, yeah, I, don't, front, I don't even know... I don't even know how I would have mentioned that. But Stephanie had also lived in Boston. I lived outside oh. of it. And so she hated it. So that was out. Northeast was out. Midwest, too fucking cold. I don't want to live in the tundra. That yeah, was it's out. Pretty, pretty fucking cold. It's um, and muggy. We were cold. Yeah. We were gonna try to look at Texas because I liked Austin. I'd gone to Austin once, but it was too spread out. And we wanted to like hopefully get rid of a car. And oh, yeah. I'm so glad we dodged that bullet because having since been to other parts of Texas besides Austin, I fucking hate it. <laughs> my sister lives there and I have to go there to visit my favorite nephews, but fuck that shit. Uh, what, what was it about it? It was at the uh, um, the hairdressers there? <laughs> the, the Filipino hairdressers? Again, too spread out. Like there's too much space. It also smells horrible. A lot in a lot of the areas, like New York um, City. No, like uh, like just dung. Oh, like cow dung or human yeah. dung. Like, okay, cow. So cow it's just better. it smells horrible. Um, I don't think I could put up with the locals. Um, and they're just too. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, too many gun, too many guns being fired and bullets raining down. Everybody shoots a gun in the air. They never think about where the bullet's going to land. Yeah, um, it's going to land. It's not. Just, we don't have a bunch of bullets just <laughs> floating in the stratosphere. Yeah, just um, stick up there, magnets. And then uh, I California, especially at the time that I looked at it, it was sort of a dumpster fire. Um, Has it turned away from a dumpster fire? It's better than it was in 2012. Just looking from the outside in, like okay, yeah, I, I can I see don't, that. I don't think some of the pro same problems are there, and and people, I hate Florida, and people told me if I hate Florida, I'm gonna hate California. Yeah, that's a good, good fucking measuring stick there. I'm also not a beach guy. I'm gonna see if this makes sense to you. I'm not a beach guy. I'm a sea guy. Like I want to see the sea. S-E-A. Okay, yeah. I don't want to get in the water, but I want to hang out by it. And if I get a, you know, hang, in a lighthouse, yeah, that's fine. And a, you know, nice, like, big, thick sweater that comes up to your book of cheeks and shit. Like, I prefer that. Put rocks. I don't care, because I'm not going in it. Yeah. I prefer the sea than the fucking beach. I hate the beach. What is it about the beach? Is it the sand, people? Or the sand? Well, hot. Sands yeah. everywhere. Beach people are annoying. Muggy, and it's muggy, but but yeah, beach it, everything gets smart. sandblasted. But sea people, it's sea, sea people, people are chill. They're singing shanties. They're eating chowder. Oh yeah, yeah. If you get that chowder out on the sea, you're gonna be fucking wicked, fucking happy right there. I would rather be in Maine than Florida. That's all I'm saying. So Pacific Northwest was great. We checked Costa. Well, uh, not yet. Again, weather's great. I don't, yeah. I did get, I think I did get sad, maybe 25th, 2014. I got a little depressed, but for That's the most part, I like rainy days. I like clouds. You can do art all day. 
and not feel bad about, hey, why didn't you go outside? Hey, it was fucking raining, bro. I'm an inside cat. Yeah, it's it's good, man. You can just hang out. You got your fucking your cat tree. You can scratch on shit. You got a catnip ball to fucking bat around, and you're in good shape. You're in good fucking shape there. So, yeah, that's why we picked. And then we looked between Portland and Seattle, cost of living. Seattle's just ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah. we chose Portland, which at the time was comparable. There was like a couple of areas. I can't remember the name of the website. I think it's like bestplaces.com or whatever. They'll tell you like what area the cost of living is higher than the one that you can compare and shit. And it was like medical care is a little bit more expensive and rent was a little bit more expensive. But that made sense because those was like Portland had a population 10 times the size of Macon. So it's like, oh, well, that that makes sense that rent's going to be a little bit higher. Um, but then eventually I, we just straight up got gentrified out of Portland altogether. And now I'm in Vancouver. You know what? Vancouver is kind of the place to be for now. Like, I, I think you made a wise choice before a lot of other people did. I, yeah, I hated that. I, I didn't drive 3000 fucking miles to live in fucking Vancouver. So when I first got there, I was very anti Vancouver. Yeah. My wife had to do training for her new job in Vancouver, even though she was going to be working in Portland. Because, again, for anybody listening, Vancouver, Washington, not Canada, um, which that's annoying. Yeah, <laughs> Having man, to all always tell people that. Uh, Washington. Um, and from what I understand, it's named Vancouver because some dumbasses thought they reached Vancouver. So they said, yeah, we're in Vancouver. So now uh-huh. it's called Vancouver. And yeah. I guess later someone said, no, bro, you, it's like 300 more miles north. Fuck! Yeah. We already signed the paperwork. I wrote, I drew a seal, a city seal. Fuck. Anyway, Vancouver. <laughs> so, Whoa. oh, but uh, yeah, we, we, uh, we, I don't remember why, but we looked around the apartments beside us, the houses beside us, because we were in a sweet place. That first place it had access and, to the max. Yeah. You were, it, you were in felony flats. Yeah. But it was, it was a sweet fucking spot because yeah, it was right. There was a, the max right there. Then there was like a, the tracks that or not the tracks. There's like a little trail, but the trail mm-hmm. wasn't full of fucking tons of homeless people yet. No. It was, it was really fucking pretty then. And, uh, and plus there's over and you're close to what now, I don't know if you've gone to any of these, but the Portland pickles baseball games. No, I haven't uh, gone to, but there is it close to Lentz. Yeah, there's it's in Lens Park. Okay. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Like I went uh I don't know how many years ago, uh five or something. Do you remember Jeremiah? He was uh my friend, a big redhead guy. Yes, Coughlin, yeah. Jeremiah Coughlin. He is like the uh I don't know, the guy who goes around with the microphone all through the crowd and shit and gets people all riled up and uh, Oh, he's like a warm up guy? Yeah, like the warm up guy and like goes and like if there's people like gonna go do the spin their spin around a bat and try to run to first base and he's like calling that he, shit. I bet he loves that. Yeah, I th- he does. He does. It's it's pretty cool. But I mean those games, like I would go on a Tuesday night and there'd be five thousand people there. Like the shit was drawing pretty nice. It's not that big of a fucking field either. It's uh but they're they're a lot of I fun. like I like shit like I prefer shit like that. I don't I would rather go to that than a Mariners game. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, anytime. Too, I, too many people weird me out and I get anxiety when it's like 
a bunch of people within a system. So like you got to walk to the big line and go through the stadium. I always feel like I'm up fucking up for everybody. So the yeah. more intimate the setting, no matter what we're talking about, like Macon used to have one of the Braves farm teams. Oh, okay. Um, that was way more fun than going to an actual Atlanta Braves game. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I'd rather go to like a show at a bar than a concert. It's. Yeah. Any fucking time. Like, yeah, I'm not, especially, I don't know. Yeah. Now, like, I don't know. I don't want to go to a fucking concert. No, uh, it's too, too much. It's, yeah. I think I went to, I went to an outdoor one like a year ago. And then before that, I think I went to one at the Crystal Ballroom like four years ago. I haven't gone to a concert. I don't want to go stand in a a place with a whole bunch of fucking kids and fucking no, get away from me. Wrestling too. I'd much rather go to some independent sure. small show than fucking WWE. Yeah, I think yeah. Like tonight, there's a show that's down in like half hour from me uh, at the stadium down there. And I'm just like, nah, nah, I don't want to fucking go, dude. I'm not going to, I'm not going to fucking do it. I don't want to pay for it for one. And then I don't want to have to deal with. That is part going, of it. I'm like, why yeah. am I paying $400? What kind yeah. of experience am I going to get? No, I'm right. good. I'm good. Yeah, bro. I, I can do something a lot better with that $400. And uh, so, yeah, so I was like, eh, I'm just going to, say fuck that but you know i was i don't know yeah i can go and plus like i don't want to drive anywhere I, now i can finally just drive again like i wasn't able to drive for i don't know more than an hour was killing me to drive mm -hmm. an hour and so um yeah i mean now like now i can drive further but i don't want to drive further <laughs> i don't yeah. want to drive more than 20 30 minutes anywhere and I'm okay with that. I'm all right with it. 20, 30 minutes is good. If I have to go an hour or two, I can, but I don't want to. You have the physical problems, but uh, I that was one of the things I noticed moving from a town of 90,000 to yeah. Portland is uh, someone needed to borrow 20 bucks. And I was like, okay, well, where are you? And they're like, I'm in Milwaukee. Oh, no. Let me tell the story better. Can I borrow 20 bucks? Sure. No problem. I've got it. I don't care. Okay. Well, you can just Western Union it to me. I'm Western like, well, Union? I was are like, you where? a Nigerian prince? <laughs> where are you? He said Milwaukee. Now, not Milwaukee like Minnesota. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. the neighborhood in, or Wisconsin. The, <laughs> Milwaukee, the neighborhood in Portland. And I'm like, why am I Western Union you? And then so I looked up how far it was like 30 minutes. And was this driving? Yeah, 30 minutes driving. Were you in Vancouver? I was in Portland. You Oh, fuck them. Yeah, fuck I was like, them. I will drive it to you. It's not that big of a deal. But like here, like where I'm from, you're driving 30 minutes to do anything. Like that's sure. just a given. And here, because everything's so much closer, you don't have to do that. And sometimes because of traffic, 30 minutes doesn't mean as far as it should. Yeah. Um, People just get so spoiled that yep. they don't even drive half an hour. And Stephanie has totally sort of acclimated to that. She sometimes does it. She's like, oh, it's so far away. It's not. Shut the fuck up. It's, it's a pretty quick drive, most anywhere in the Portland area. 
I had I had a comic one time. She was kind of a a pain. I won't I won't get into this. I when I had a show and it was uh so at the end of the night I would pick who you know was the best or whatever and this person fucking threw a fit that I didn't pick her. Uh, and I'm like, this is, it's the fucking, you're getting a fake wrestling belt. As, it doesn't as, matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And so, but she also, so West Lynn is not much further than fucking Milwaukee uh, as, but she took a fucking taxi from Portland and wanted me to pay for it. And I'm like, nope. This was after she showed up. She showed up and she's like, I want fucking to be paid for a taxi. I'm like, why did you take a taxi? She's like, I spent 75 bucks. I'm like, you could have spent $5 round trip and took the bus. Or you could have spent, you know, whatever, 10 bucks. I'm not going to pay you fucking 75. Like, nobody's getting paid 75 bucks tonight. Yeah, this isn't trans. the Aladdin theater or... Yeah. The, the what the fuck lounge. Like, what, like you do this was a show... Yeah, an this, independent show like you yeah yeah i was like yeah fuck this fuck her and so uh yeah i didn't bring her back uh that <laughs> she was she was not coming back she she pissed me off but yeah i wasn't gonna pay for that but people like most people in portland don't even know like if you say milwaukee like i don't know where milwaukee is like you can go everywhere like if you, especially if you live in southeast portland mm-hmm. you don't need to leave southeast portland at all no so yeah, like yeah. I, I get where it comes from. Like I, I would I would rarely have to cross the bridge or even go beyond 50th Street, but at the same time it's like I will just drive to you. Like it's more of a hassle for me to go wait in line, pay the fee <laughs> to get it sent to you. Cause this is like right before Venmo. Oh, then, okay. it, then it would be for me to just drive the 30 minutes, which I don't mind doing. And then give you the money, talk, yeah. to, hang out for like 10 minutes, and then leave. That's way more pleasurable than me going through fucking Western Union because of 30 minutes. So anyway, we're in Portland, and uh, I did the Craigslist ads ahead of the time to look for co-hosts, which actually worked out because I met someone who um, wasn't complete. I found out wasn't completely stable, but she helped us find that place. Before we got there, because we didn't we didn't visit Portland beforehand. It was just like just total guesswork. So you okay? So you found was it who you were living with? Yeah. Okay, so you found her on Craigslist, and you're like, "Hey, we're moving to Portland," and she's like, "Oh, hey, let me get you, uh, let me get you hooked up. I'll get you a spot to live. We'll live together." And... We met her beforehand. <laughs> like, it's, it wait, didn't... how'd you meet her? How'd you meet her? No, beforehand? I mean, no, I mean, like before we walked around, like before we decided to move in with her, before we were looking for apartments, like we met oh. up with her in like Hawthorne and had breakfast at a place when like our first yeah. day cool. there. Because Stephanie flew out before I was done packing our apartment, so I went with her for that first week just to make sure she was set up and where she was was safe and she knew how to get around, and so she would do training during the day and then i would and while she was training i'd just go explore portland too as well okay all right and i i had put craigslist ads for co-hosts for the podcast that i was doing before bcx radio and um that's that's how i got hooked up with kayla 
and um we met up with her and she said she was moving out we're like oh that's cool she we we didn't get any bad vibes and i still don't have bad vibes from her she's just a little cuckoo um that's portland and uh she helps and then when i had to go back to finish packing and, and and tidy things up before i made the drive out her and stephanie then started looking for houses and we found that house on boise which again if we could have bought that place we would have plenty of yeah. space for what we wanted to do you know one of the greatest things like i'm not good at keeping a clean house but yeah. that place was so cool because we had our bedroom and then we had our our individual spaces and then the front of the house we didn't have to touch so it was always company ready and that's pretty much the only way because like right now we're in a tiny apartment and yeah. i need at least 30 minutes to an hour heads up before anyone's gonna even come in to use the bathroom like oh, I, I gotta yeah. get shit presentable and most of it's just gonna get thrown into my studio where i'm at right now like a Until little they... kid's closet yeah yep and until they leave <laughs> sweep it under the under the rug or whatever <laughs> <laughs> and jump on it like but boise it was much larger but it was much easier to take care of because like i said you could have that space but anyway um yeah and then one day we started looking around i don't remember what the impetus was but uh we were just looking around at rents all around us and they were like three five hundred dollars more than what we were paying i was like whoa yeah we got a rent hike coming <laughs> rent yeah. hike coming so um, I think our landlord might have waited. He, I think he would have waited to the last second because he really did like us a lot. Um, uh, evidently the people right before us just trashed the place. But I do agree. I think we got out at the right time. You know, we moved there when yeah. I was in in 2013 when I was 32, which so I was still young enough to like run around downtown and hang out with some comic some of the comic comics. Yeah get to know that scene a little while i never i don't think i fully integrated or assimilated but i got to know a lot of people and got to do some fun things and then about the time that we did like move to vancouver i think i was hitting that age you know because i'm 41 now where it's yeah. like i just want chill and so, so yeah. the suburbs isn't bad and again i have access to portland when i want it i'm yeah. still right beside the fucking airport um okay yeah that's fucking easy if you just yeah. fucking shoot on over and boom 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 and you're there you're there and you can be in portland if you're by the airport 15 20 uh, probably 20 minutes 20 minutes you can be down there somewhere where you want to be yeah. uh you know it's not not too bad unless you're going unless you got a little bit of traffic on the bridge but and eh. they're gonna i'm hoping i mean it's gonna be a you know years but uh they're rebuilding the i-5 and i think there's gonna be a max line on it and that'll be awesome yeah, finally. Because, I mean, they should have done that fucking 20 a long years time ago. ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, no. they knew that people were going to be living in Vancouver and just, they should have known that fucking the prices were going to go up and they're going to gentrify everybody out and everyone's going to live in Vancouver now. And uh, yeah, I think that would have been a smart move, but it'll get there eventually. And I, maybe Portland will be a little different by then, but yeah, if the parking ride's safe to, park your car then yes i will use that a lot like it's definitely yeah. fun to use the max when people visit especially when we lived in that boise place because again we oh. lived right beside the max so we didn't have to worry about traffic it was just like all right we'll meet you and then we we'd go get there by max they would load up on the max yeah. we'd come home from the max it's like 
totally chill. And then if we wanted to, we could stay on the Max for a little while, take it all the way downtown so they can get a look of what downtown looks like. And then the whole time you're just sitting there visiting and talking and shooting the yeah. shit. And then yeah, it's a great way back. to go around. Public transport's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I spent many, many, many uh days, months, years on those things, just fucking cruising. And yeah, you get a good feel of the city that way. Mm-hmm. Much more um, than driving around. Yeah. Oh yeah. So uh yeah, I was doing the podcast and I don't I just got burnt out, man. That's that's understandable, man. Like uh I didn't do the podcast for how many years? Fucking four or five years at least. And yeah, you get you get burned out, you fucking stop. You don't want to do it when you fucking hate it. Yeah, I've still got a couple of shows that I never actually put out, and the idea of editing them is just nauseous. (laughs) I just just didn't want to do any of the behind the scenes work. So I'm actually on a podcast now. Are you? I co-host where and I told them up, I told it's with a friend, and I told her up front, like, look, A, don't do this unless it's fun. Because you're not gonna make money. That's a that's a crapshoot. Um and uh I'm letting you know now I'm not gonna do any of the behind the scenes work. I just <laughs> want to turn on a microphone. I will talk with you. Yeah. That's all I want to do. And so I, I made her logo, but other than that, I just it's like I'm not gonna edit. I'm not Man, gonna this logo minus where it says the public access podcast, <laughs> but this this was all you here. I can't fucking get a good shot. But uh right. yeah. There it is, man. That, that was a DJ Gabriel's original right there. Thrown up on here because it's fucking awesome. But hey, if you ever want to do a podcast and you don't want it edited, I'd be happy to host it for you or like uh, put it up for you. I'd, I'd do that if you want it. Um, but Well, that's what sucks, right? It's like a lot of the stuff they got. So like a lot of the stuff that I got burnt out trying to do is now like ready made now. Yeah. Cause like I was to... trying to do a, I was trying to do the paywall thing. Like, oh, I'll give you extra content. You give me money. Well, then Patreon came out. And it's like, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. and everybody just does that because why wouldn't you? Cause the way it's set up, but it's like, God damn it. I was trying to, to do that and like, you know, learning code and figuring out how to fucking make a website that no one's gonna go to. Um, and just, I was always trying to make it a quality above what it actually was. And so just chasing after that just got. Yeah. I mean, your podcast was fucking awesome. I I listened to it all the time. I enjoyed it. I, I like, even when like with people, I didn't know a lot of the people I knew on there, but it was people I didn't know. I'm like, Oh, cool. I'll listen. And it was fun. You'd have games and you'd have, uh, you know, cool conversations about whatever, get them in, get them out, make them, make them cool, make them cool. And that was, that was what you did. Some people on there, you made them cool and that you got the, uh, the DJ Capriles rub, man. And fucking, that was, that was the hip thing in Portland. I don't think people understand that, how fucking hip that was, man. You were the podcast guy at Portland. Other people had podcasts. But you had the podcast everyone wanted to go on and the podcast that was doing shit because you weren't you weren't some person that everyone was kissing their ass. No. Uh I mean people definitely wanted to be on your show, but you weren't there were certain people in comedy who would get pod or 
have podcasts who are just kind of everyone was trying to kiss their ass and kind of shit. But yours was fucking cool. And I, I always liked it. And that's, I went on it. I don't know how many times, probably 10 times. I don't know. I can't count past six. So, uh, but it was a lot. It was a lot of times and it was a fun show. And yeah, I mean, you had everybody on there, everybody and their fucking mother on there. And it wasn't just comics, but um, yeah, I mean, even the shows like when it, when it was just you, which you probably should have had more of too. Just some of those, man. Like, I don't know. I mean, it was something that was going on years ago. So, you know, who really knows, but it was, it was cool, man. I, I enjoyed it. So yeah, if you want to do one or if you want to, I can do, I can start like a sixth podcast and do a podcast with <laughs> you. You don't have to do anything on it, man. I'd be, I'd be up for that. I'm, uh, I'm locking down some, sponsors here for my podcast so good for you yeah i figure it's it's time so it's it's easier to do that now like i got i got a guy i'm working with and he's got a business savvy background so that's that's definitely helped out so um but i mean yeah dude like you don't need to pay for hosting anymore which was a huge chunk of what was podcasting 10 years ago and I mean, that's, you just go on anchor and it's fucking free and you get the, uh, you know, percentages, whatever, it's not a big percentage, but you get the percentage of money that you make from each, you know, ad you do, if you want to make your own ads. But I mean, it's all free. They'll fucking host all your fucking shit on there for free. Like I have, this podcast has I don't know, close to 300 episodes on it. And I mean, that's all what that would cost in hosting fees is pretty crazy. Uh, so it's, it's nice. It's just, yeah, it's all fucking free. You can just hop on, pop off. You can get, uh, you know, editing. A lot of the editing you can do with AI now, basically. It's stupid. Like you don't have to do shit. You can do editing that will fucking take out all your um uh <laughs> dead space and shit just fucking um automatically. It's weird. And then you can, you can just pop in your little bumpers and it's it's simple. It doesn't take as nearly as much work. You put in fucking hours. You put in hours of work editing, put in hours of work booking, making the shows, you put in hours making uh lots and lots of Ads. Uh, ads and logos or logos or you know stuff for everyone like you were fucking hooking it up like uh that that time like if you're not getting talked about in the portland scene man that you were there you were you were a big part of the portland scene there more than a lot of other people and you know any scene and you weren't you weren't just doing comedy you were doing music you were doing that shit nerd shit the beyond comics this beyond comics for because this people uh is the podcast for uh people, uh, fanboys with a life fanboys with the life that's what it was i was like it's something with a life but yeah man it was good and it was fun it was fun you get people to say that and that fucking got the the show going every time man like it put you in the right space it put me in the right space and it was it was flowing. So like, 
I wouldn't have been doing a podcast if it wasn't for you. And now I have six and I do three of them. <laughs> <laughs> I have some that are sitting around, but um, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, yeah, I wouldn't have been doing it without you, man. Like you, you made it cool. You made, you made podcasting more. Cause like at that time it was, there wasn't many podcasters even like that were out. There was, I don't know, fucking, you know, whoever was there. There's Adam Carolla and fucking. Yeah. No, there were big that? ones. And Smodcastle was. Oh, yeah. Oversaturating himself. He only had fucking 13 podcasts then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I started in 2009. And yeah, oh. when I was first doing it, like even in Macon too, it's like I had to convince, I had to first tell people what it was. And then yeah. I had to convince them to come on. And, you know, I had a hundred, I had a, you know, no matter what, whether I thought the show was good or bad, I had a hundred percent fun rating, except for one guy, he ended up being a creep and he was completely wrong. So fuck him. Was that in Portland <laughs> or was that in Macon? It was a, it was a Portland guy. Okay. I, I won't, I won't get into that. Uh, we <laughs> can, we can figure that one out. Uh, um, He was but... a creep and wrong, so it didn't matter. Uh, But everybody had fun doing it and so it's it took a while and i'm not good at taking compliments so i appreciate i'm trying to get better at that i appreciate your kind words i do yeah. think i had a fun format um i probably didn't do everything on the technical side right but you know <clears throat> bringing up kevin smith kevin smith wouldn't be kevin smith if he didn't have a scott Mosier, which was his producer sure. so kevin smith would come up with the ideas and then scott Mosier had to figure out how to do them but when you're your own Scott Mosier and you're Kevin Smith, that's hard to do. That's, that's very hard to do. It, left and right brain shit. Yeah. Yeah. Having a Scott Mosier is definitely a big help. And uh, so uh, side note, uh, Clerks 3, how, how'd you, how'd you like Clerks 3? I haven't seen it. I fell off the Kevin Smith bandwagon. Oh man. After you, Walrus. You didn't like Walrus? No, I did not. I fucking hated it. <laughs> I I have so many friends who just love it. And I was just thinking, this is fucking dog shit. Sorry, Kevin Smith. You fucking did so much good stuff and you have amazing stuff. But the Walrus movie, Tusk, was just god awful. I oh, did Tusk, not yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't Zach and it. Miri was like his biggest commercial project. And yeah. um, it flopped. I liked it. Was I, thought good. it was, I thought it was good, but it wasn't it wasn't critically received well, which sent him into a depression tailspin. And then that's when he started smoking pot, which now yeah. you would forget he had ever wasn't a pothead. For but that's when that yeah. started. And then he started podcasting and I was there for it because I was still a big Kevin Smith fan. You're, you're doing it. I'm listening. And yeah. then um, he finally, you know, after... Getting over that rejection, he made Red State, which I thought was pretty good. I don't, I didn't see Red State. That was like his first dramatic thing. It wasn't even, it wasn't funny. It was just oh, dark. Okay, uh, um, not even better. <laughs> and so I, I was like, like okay, this is interesting. And I thought it was pretty good. John Goodman was in it. He, um, what? but it was, it was all him. It wasn't like it was distributed by a studio, but he, it was his first independent, like fully independent deal. And um, it was good. So then I think Wal, I think Tusk, Walrus, I think Tusk Walrus. was the next one. I think it was too. 
And I was like, this is horrible. What are you doing, Justin Long? And then the next one was the one he did with his daughter. Hosers, and, that was fucking dog shit. Yes. And so it was like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they did the, the reboot after that, the Jane Sound Bob reboot. And that was. It I was, haven't seen that either. I saw Clerks 2. That was the last thing I saw of his. You should watch Clerks 3. It just it just came out. I think you'd uh, enjoy it. It's it's nowhere nowhere on the Tusk level. Yeah, so, so weird. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm so glad I'm not the only person. I thought I was fucking crazy. I, like, why don't you like this movie? Because it's fucking horrible. It's stupid. Who came up with this idea? Like, it's not funny. It's not it like it was an idea that came about on the podcast yes and nobody said no to him nobody said that's stupid that's stupid kevin smith like yes where where was dj gabriel saying (laughs) kevin smith this is stupid bro he was a bad idea that was when and i don't think scott Mosier made that one though it was on the podcast with scott Mosier, and so um at that point, they were doing their own things. And so, yeah, I think he needed Scott Mosher to tell him, like, bro, that was just a podcast story. You didn't have to make a whole fucking movie about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you got high and started talking about Nazis and walruses. Like, just stop. What? Why? Like, this just didn't make any sense. <laughs> Not at all. It didn't make fucking any sense. It was, I, I couldn't get behind. And, like, I like Justin Long a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Like, He's a good fucking actor. He's funny. And like, I was just like, man, this just, it's getting worse and worse. And I have friends telling me this movie is great. It's fucking awesome. And it's, what's wrong with you guys? What are you guys fucking smoking? I'll admit there is a, I mean, maybe there's a camp level to it that people like. Cause I was talking to someone recently that like, when it comes to campy or camp, like a lot of times it goes over my head, honestly. Such as what? Like Roger, like Roger Waters, like Crybaby. There's parts of Crybaby I get, but I probably don't fully enjoy it as much as real Roger Roger Waters heads out there. Uh, yeah. The water, the water boys. The water boys. I'm not a water. I'm not a good big water boy. So, like you know, like I said, take Crybaby for instance. There's some I've seen that movie before, and. There's some scenes I'm like, okay, I, I understand what's going on. I enjoy this. And there's other scenes like, what? why are we doing this? What's going on? Why? Okay. Yeah, this is a, this is a movie. Uh, <laughs> you have these scenes, but... So it's like, I and, and because of that, I appreciate Roger Waters when he like comes up, does a cameo. And I I, I like some of the things he says, but when he's not like on a panel and shit. John um, Waters. John Waters. No, not the Pink Floyd guy. Roger Waters. Roger Waters is the Pink Floyd guy. John Roger, Roger John Waters, the, the director. Waters, the, 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 the mustache. Yeah. Yeah. Mustache. Sorry. Yeah. Whatever. No, that's cool. I was like, I was thinking that. Okay. But yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. The, it like yeah. I like him as a personality and, and stuff like that, but some of his movies, I'm just like, I, I don't get it. And that's cool. Like it yeah. I'm definitely not one of those people who says I don't get it, so it shouldn't exist. Right. <laughs> But Tusk, so but Tusk was <laughs> Tusk was like what the fuck, and so like that's what I'm wondering: is there a campiness to that that I'm just not getting? Because honestly, you telling me that people were mad at you for not liking it is the first time I've ever heard that response. I don't know anybody who likes it. Oh man, like everyone I've I've never heard anyone who doesn't like it except for you. You're this is 
maybe we were just uh, different people we we're talking to, like, uh, but I mean, I don't know, a lot of people I've talked to are big Kevin Smith fans. And I mean, I don't know how many casual observers, casual Kevin Smith fans watch Tusk. Maybe it is, but maybe it is casual Kevin Smith fans. Cause again, I was like on Smod, I was listening to Smodcast F1. And you, oh, shit. so oh. I knew that Ted's t- where Tusk had come from. And so, like, I would consider myself more of a, we'll say, we'll say a black, uh, uh, a smithy. I'm a smith head. I'm yeah. a smithy. A smithy. <laughs> <laughs> like, and so maybe it's the real smithies that get like, no, this is stupid. And it's the wannabes just because he's a name. Because basically, I think this is completely true. Where he's the new Stanley, in the sense of like he's now the ambassador to nerdiness. Yeah, that he, that even normies know who he is and know that that's he's the gateway to that. That was that was Stanley. He was Grandpa Comics, and I think Kevin Smith has that now. And so I think there are tiers of Smithies, and it's the the middle tiers that want to like Tusk, so they do because they think they should. So, yeah. So then, so do you think that the people who are the the top Smithies? like it because like it's supposed to be fucking dumb and not make sense and it's like on the on john waters level like you're saying like i think there is also that too like there's the i'm probably the tier i'm a tier above the normie smithy yeah but i'm not the ultra smithy where i'm just gonna like come all over everything he puts out like i'm still a just i'm a discerning smithy yeah that's where i think i am too like you know, I, I like Kevin Smith's movies. I like, I think he does some awesome shit. I think his podcasts are fucking awesome, but I'm not hanging on his every word, fucking waiting for, you know, like you're saying everything's just, everything is awesome. I haven't listened to a smodcast. Does he even do a podcast anymore? Cause I, there was a point not he a was doing 20 of them. Yeah. There and I so tried many. to keep up and I was like, wow. I'm, I'm, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know when I like listening to him and his wife because you get to know them more. So let me know okay. when she pops up. But other than that, like, God, I, I'll just listen to Smodcast and I don't even do that anymore. I totally cut down. I was listening to a shit ton of podcasts and now I listen to like three. Are you, are you still listening to Red Bar? No. No, you lost that one. That was one you were big into, I remember. He was the guy that, uh, he got, and he got me in a little trouble evidently around here, but what's uh, that? Yeah. Is he not liked among the, the crew around Portland? I mean, I don't talk to them, so it doesn't matter. But right. uh right before I started not going not talking to people, like I, I was quarantining before it was cool. So um right before that happened, and um yeah, anyway, Red Bar Radio was a podcast that uh, I really liked the host, and I liked his website. I just liked everything he did, and so it doesn't mean I agreed with him all the time. But um, I've always been a fan of assholes. Sure. I, I am forever going to be attracted to edgelords, no matter how stupid I think they are. <laughs> and he's, like, trying to be the shock jock. But... What he was able to do, the product he was putting out, and his broadcasting ability, I really liked. I liked I liked that. And uh, so I wasn't trying to emulate that as much as just try to do my own thing. And seeing but, that as an example that of something that has worked. 
a standard. I was I used them as a yeah. standard. Like I wanted to be red bar quality. Yeah. Again, if anybody listens to this and has listened to the show, not the content, the quality of the production. Um, sure. Because he's like, he's yeah, he he just likes to be an asshole, to be an asshole, and I I eventually just grew out of it, like okay. listening to him. And then when politics got more, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, a I I definitely I've radicalized, but even but even but even before that, it was just he it was he's he plays, he plays with fire, and I don't like it. It yeah. is funny. It is funny this way. So he like he's a guy who likes to make fun of everybody, right? And um, he is he does have a right wing swagger to him without being like full on Republican. Yeah. And, and um, so he was hanging. He was like making connections with like Anthony Cumia and his people. Oh, okay. And uh, who's the guy with the beard who started Vice? Uh, anyway, he started the Proud Boys. He started the Proud Boys, and then so the thing with Mike David, the 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 host of Red Bar Radio, he he will eventually sour every relationship, (laughs) and so even with people he likes, he will eventually find some kind of hypocrisy that they do, or something that he he'll sniff out some kind of bullshit thing. And then he just turns. It just sours. Oh shit! Yeah. And so yeah. he was looking up to these people in the beginning, and then eventually went, "Oh, these guys are all fools. They're dopes, <laughs> and they suck." And so he's. It, it was really funny because then he immediately started making fun of the Proud Boys, and he, he would he would go into their groups and their websites and just start making fun of them, just terrorizing uh, the gosh. shit out of. So it was really. Uh funny when the proud boys turned into a problem yeah (laughs) because because i was like it took me a while to take them more seriously just because like these people are fools they're losers right and then charlottesville and it's like okay well they are losers but like (laughs) they're making a mess (laughs) yeah yeah that's it people are getting hurt so um but it was it just yeah when I think of Red Bar now, I think it's stuff like that. And it's just, but yeah, I tried to pop it in and I, I just, I'm not, he still has his, it's, <laughs> I've replaced Red Bar with the political podcasts because they also have a list of fools and then they go make fun of them. Yeah. It's, I mean, if you're not making fun of the, the, you know, the, uh, you know, anything political, like you should be, there's, I don't know. There's people who love just kissing ass, kissing ass, looking up to these people like they're like they're friggin' uh, they they made Tusk or something, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and like what what are you doing? Like you're crazy, man. And you know it's you got to call out crazy, got to call out crazy, got to call out dumb, and there's nothing wrong with that. So you got some good podcasts then, the good political podcasts. You're you're yeah. into are they are they uh, like are they wacky politic podcasts or are they like pretty straightforward serious just uh, what what I listen to go? I listen to three shows every day basically I, I start off I start off with uh, the uh, there's a out, outlet called Democracy Now uh-huh. it's like 
the drier version of NPR and further left. And okay. they put sure. out a, a video every day of just the headlines. So then I know what to look out for. Just like this happened. And there's still bias and editorial there because they also they're they're gonna tell me about if there was a worker protest in fucking India or if there was some kind of like liberation movement in fucking the Sudan. Yep. Yeah. So like there's a civil war in Tigray. Most people probably don't know that, but I do because that's the they'll they pay attention to shit like that. And of course it has domestic. Anyway, it gives me my headlines to look out for. It is very dry. This is why I only I don't really watch a lot of other of their other videos because it is very dry. Um, hosted by Amy Goodman, she's the queen. Then I watch this show that you probably would like uh, from The Hill. It's called Rising, and they the conceit of the show is they have one right wing person, which is usually this libertarian dude. Which yeah. I can listen to a libertarian before I can a Republican, and then yeah. a left wing person, and they actually. Sometimes the this that part's a mixed bag. <laughs> yeah. So I they go over those headlines that I just saw Amy Goodman tell me about, and then they give their their takes. Yeah. And because I don't like to be in a bubble, yeah. But I'm but I'm not gonna hate watch something either. I'm not gonna go watch fucking Tucker Carlson. Why he I why why would I do that? Right. Yeah. Just yeah. Just to fucking rile yourself up god i hate that guy but you know what i'm gonna like watch everything he says i'm gonna listen to everything he says and uh by me watching is getting paid yeah i mean like i grew up in a conservative i grew up my dad i grew up with with one i come from a broken home and on one side yeah. is uh christian nationalists super okay. republican sure and on the other side are I mean, I don't know, just straight up Trumpists. Yeah. <laughs> they're, Trumpists. they're pro-choice, but they love Trump. So I mean, like that type of republic. Like it's, they yeah. just. Which is um, always interesting. It is. It is. And I think just being, having access to that, I've got a pretty well-rounded idea of what the right thinks. Yeah. And, and like I said, I grew up around it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I keep cutting you no, off. No, it's, it's cool. Like I was going to say, like, it, it's good to like, hear everything you know even like even if you just like you, you know what's going on over there you don't like need to go and just sit and listen to 20 hours of right-wing radio mm -hmm. after to try to even out while you're listening to yeah. elsewhere like you know what's going on you can tell you can tell what the other viewpoint is unless it's i mean it's probably not going to be something too out of the ordinary like you can tell one side's one way, one side's the other. You can pretty much tell, like. Well, and then the third show—that's when I get to hear about the third show—is probably the show I'm most ideological. First off, I don't 100% agree with everything that I watch. It was really weird to me after 2016 talking to these Republicans. Yeah. Where they're just like, I just didn't know how biased the media was. Yeah, like, like I. How the how? fuck did you not know that? Why are right. you 25 years older than me and you just found out about corporate media? I like, don't know well, how that... And they're like, well, you know what? My side's not going to be biased at all. Like, ugh. are you fucking dumb? There's like, no such thing. There's right. math that is theoretical and subjective. 
like the encyclopedia encyclopedia the encyclopedia britannica has like a fucking has a perspective like there's no such thing as unbiased information and i don't know and i'm looking around even my peers too i'm like how i don't know when i was given a media literacy class but <laughs> or i just day. or I just figured it out but nobody else was there that day because yeah. they just read headlines or they don't question and look don't get me wrong and I, I don't hope I don't offend you specifically. You're not going to offend me about fucking anything. I don't think centrism is a good position. I don't think uh the I don't think it one side says the sky's yellow and the other person says the sky's blue means that it's green. The sky's I green, yeah, sure. I don't think that if you're pissing everybody off, you must be doing something right. I think that's so stupid. Sure. Um. I think that means that you Sorry. don't know enough about the issues to have a position. That's what I think. Yeah. I That's am fair. a lefty. I am yeah. left of a liberal. I am a socialist, basically. I, but I still like pay attention. Like to me, it's a matter of like, you need to still have a rounded media and never told. I just, I never, I started this thought off with, sorry, let me return back to that. I don't fully agree with anything that I take in so that I'm always having to filter it. And if you aren't filtering the information that you're taking in, yeah. then there's a fucking problem. You shouldn't agree that much with it. If you're seeing a, a headline and you just, well, that's good enough. I saw someone <laughs> shared a headline too. on Facebook, yeah. you know, like, and it's by something that I agree with by someone Someone that I listen to everything they say and everything is, yep, I'm not going to question a fucking thing about it. Like, So I start yeah. off with the people I, I know I'm going to mostly disagree with, with Rising. And then my third show is the one I um, probably agree with the most called The Majority Report with Sam Cedar. And they have a section every day where they just play right-wingers and make fun of them. Great. So, Which needs to happen. So that's their fools. I think that's how you deal with right-wingers so. and fascists is you just mock them yeah <laughs> they're ridiculous yeah yeah it's all about like and like you can't get mad at that like it's funny like you got to make fun of you got to make fun of the people like that's i mean that's how we both I don't, i'm not gonna speak i don't know if i can speak for you but like that's how i fucking learn and that's how i fucking think is like most able to really get down to the fucking baseline of everything like you gotta fucking bring the shit down before you can build it back up you gotta get everything down to its core and if you can't laugh at yourself or laugh at other people you can laugh at other people but oh, I you, agree can't with laugh that. At... you can't take yourself seriously yeah and, and yeah, i agree that anyone taking well i don't totally agree with that <laughs> i think there are plenty of issues that should be taken seriously and i don't see much room for comedy but <laughs> I, I do i will say that i mostly appreciate people who don't take themselves seriously yeah it can i don't know it can be hard man i mean yeah sure there's some there's some that probably shouldn't be but i think it's more people than issues that need to be yeah but sometimes down. people get people are either a stand-in or a metaphor for an issue which sucks which and i so i don't I, I don't I don't like and you you probably have a different 
uh, idea on that one, but that's okay. That's all right. And like, yeah. But when I do research a topic, like I said, I don't, and I don't think people do this. And I'm having a hard time with my dad, you know, since becoming more politically, because my first election was 2000, man. Me too. And And if this is fucking dumb, this (laughs) is like hanging chads. Yeah. The Supreme Court decides who won. Like, if there's Fox any news called it, if there's any election that just tells you to throw your hands up, it's all rigged, and you can't do anything about it. I mean, it's a fucking 2000 election. Yeah. And so, it was. I was 18, and I didn't even. Yeah. I didn't. You know, I I also had this attitude like, well, if you don't know anything, you shouldn't vote. That's dumb too. I disagree with that now. Yeah, but, I mean, we were dumb too at 18. I mean, but that had happened, and so politics just looked like bullshit. Yeah, and I think it's, I mean, my opinion now is I think it's meant to look like bullshit so that you, if you look, they don't it's have to fight fair. so hard to change your vote if you're just not gonna. Yep. So they want you to tune out, and so, um, they, I, I do mean the the owner class, the people who who make the decisions and have the power. I'm not talking about smoke filled room, but I think the system is set up to discourage you from wanting to take part in it because that's less people. They got to fucking get in line with what they want to happen. Yeah. If you're not fighting with each other, getting people out off on the side, not wanting to play dodgeball, like that's less, that's less. And then fucking they can do more and more without people trying to stop them or object. You just fucking run their, run their steamroller through the town. And they so, win. So yeah, 2000 I dipped out. And then it was it was it was, you know. And then and and then I thought the smart pragmatic way to be is the oh, I'm socially liberal but fiscally conservative. Yeah. <laughs> That's stupid too. <laughs> because yeah. one one hand washes the other. Yeah. Um and um and has to do like these problems happen because of it anyway. And so it yep. wasn't and like, it, I'll admit it was Bernie that yeah. said, I want you. He basically said, you can have nice things. And then I went and checked out, can I have nice things? And I found out I could have nice things. And then I found out why I don't get to have nice things. And so it was just a matter of educating myself. And then I finally got, you know, I just sort of figured I'm, I'm still figuring things out, but I, I, that's how I got to where, I am now where yeah like i'm a straight-up socialist i don't give a shit yeah well i mean except you can you can talk freely and so that's good i can talk freely yes i can well, i mean you, you can't really as much and it's this is it's a tricky situation with that because i know i know where you're thinking and i know where i'm thinking right there with it because like it's a term and you're gonna get the people going Oh, fucking socialists can't fucking do anything. Their fucking lives are just dog shit. Go to one of those countries. Well, that's, well, first off, I mean, that's one of the things I'm doing in my education and research is like, is, is basically, you know, you have the people who say like socialism's never worked. That's not true. Yep. I've already found places where it has worked it's and worked, it can work. All kinds of fucking purely white countries worked very, very well. At the exploitation of brown ones. And which creates a certain material condition for when those brown countries decide to socialists that certain things happen. The point is I'm deprogramming myself from Cold War propaganda of stuff like that. And so that I mean, like right now I'm 
listening to a podcast about the Korean War and I'm reading a book about uh from 45 to 50 what was going on in Korea. Man, they they really did a good job of sweeping that under the rug when we went to school. Yeah, like no one's I'm so mad right now because there's a movie. So the podcast I'm doing now is called In Front of the Telly. I do with a friend of mine named Angel and we do media analysis. Your friend from way back? Mm -hmm. Angel is just a different angel. No, same nope. angel. What's it's it called? Black. In front of the telly. It's got a purple logo. In front logo. of the telly. Okay. Um, uh, go ahead. Sorry. So I like uh, post. I talk about trailers I saw, and there's a movie coming out where it's like the first black jet pilot or whatever, but it, he 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 dropped bombs and fought in the Korean War where we committed a lot of war crimes and so i'm just like getting so mad at this fucking movie and it hasn't even come out yet because it's like oh he fought he fought he had a struggle and he fought to do this and it's like do what kill a bunch of fucking innocent people we dropped so many bombs we ran out of fucking targets just started you know just dropping shit on dams and just flooding yep. people's homes like yeah no it is the war that no one talks about because there's not very good ways to spin it <laughs> Well, yeah, and then they came back and they fucking tested all the shit on the soldiers, tested mm -hmm. all kinds of like, yeah, like I think we talked about this before. Like my my grandpa, like he was over at Hanford, which is uh, uh, like I don't know, like hundred, two hundred miles east of Vancouver, Washington, mm -hmm. like up there, but like I don't know by by the Tri Cities, it's out over there. But I mean, like they would. They were testing all kinds of, you know, nuclear shit on all the soldiers. And I mean, he was dead, you know, in early 90s from all that shit. And I mean, uh, well, it's like yeah, my grandpa was in the army during the Korean War, but he was stationed in Japan. Oh, he didn't go into Korea. No, but it was during he was he was there during the Korean War. He just didn't fight in it. So which is nice. It means I can yeah. still learn about this stuff and not have that that over my head or whatever but um well why did i bring that up because we're talking, remember, you're talking I, about the the korean war and you're talking about how i wish he was still alive and... i wish he was still alive because i could ask him about this stuff because out of the people in my family he was the most like i don't like to use the term well read because you can read a, a lot of bad books <laughs> he was well that's thought. a fucking good point <laughs> that's he a good well fucking thought. point i like that <laughs> yeah i was talking some astrology chick who i'm friends with and she was like oh they've written books about this it's true i was like yeah they've written a lot of books about a lot yeah. of things yeah you don't need a lot to fucking you can make a, a book on amazon for you know for free and uh you call that a book and you say you're well read because you read that like eh. mm -hmm. you can yeah you can read a lot, bunch of bullshit there's a lot of bullshit that's been published throughout the years since the beginning of the time there's been a lot of bullshit that's been published but yeah, if you're not thinking about it critically, if you're not critically thinking about what you're hearing or reading, that's on you. Yeah, like, and that's why when I do do research, I check out the counter argument first. So then when I go look at the thing that I might be, like, I might be sympathetic to, I've got something to hit it against. Like, but yeah. they say this. So like, what's okay, well, yeah, they're stupid. They're stupid, but I, they're saying this. They're, yeah. Like and, I yeah. have a conservative in my head, right? That I filter yeah. shit through. Like, I, how could I? I basically ask. It's it's basically like, how could I argue this? If someone told me this was wrong, yeah, could I defend it? And how would I defend it? 
And I just, I just don't think people think like that. I don't think so either. And, you know, again, back to maybe they're not supposed to. If someone's doing something well, someone up uh, controlling the, the strings, man, is doing something pretty well. Yeah, there's a lot of people just outrage. Outrage or nothing. But it's outrage without fucking critically thinking about it. And again, it's and, not and, some nefarious Dr. Claw motherfucker. Well, it's just the system... The system is a that benefits Claw. those people, and so why would they? Why would anybody with power want to it, relinquish that? Again, I don't like it, it. It's not. It's very easy to 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 get into conspiratorial thinking, and I I, I try yeah. to combat that. So I'm trying. When, what I'm trying to say is like, you have people right now who have benefited from the status quo. So why would they change it? And and so. When they so people in power who got into power by the way things work, why would they change it to make it better for the most amount of people? And so, when I say they, I'm talking about the people that could change it but don't want to because why not? It's like in office space where they're like, We just fitch, fixed the glitch. Yeah, so you mean like he's gonna get paid? Uh, no, 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 we fixed the glitch, it just <laughs> yeah. will work itself out naturally and we uh, benefited ourselves but we're not going to inform or make sure that they're they're taken care of like yeah. it's we're that good. type of thing we're good here because i think a lot of those people too tell themselves that uh, there's a lot of mismaking when it comes to wealth and power in this country and society in general that if they have it they must have done something right to get there and if they're poor they must have done something wrong to get there and I'm I'm sorry. I just think the meritocracy thing is bullshit. Yeah. And so it's like, um, yeah. That's I mean, right. we we justify our rigged system. And I don't know why some people justify it and try to really push for it when it's fucking them so so badly. And it's weird. That's that's the part that's well. I mean, there's a million parts that's weird to me. That's one. Like people that are just. So like, oh, the system's so great when the system is just fucking them and they don't even realize how bad it's fucking them and fucking everybody around them. Well, it just doesn't make any sense, right? They'll tell you politicians are bought, right? I mean, this is the big one for me with conservative thinking. Yeah. They'll tell you that politicians are bought and they're all corrupt. And it's like, okay, but not who's, my corrupt? Guy. who's corrupting? No, their guy too. Oh, okay. At least they're doing what they want them to do. So I'm like, okay, like, like Donald Trump, they all know he's... Yeah. A shyster, they just think he's a shyster on their side. Right. But so he doesn't give a fuck. No, no, he absolutely does not. Um so it's like, but the but here's the here's the contradiction in conservative thinking that I always run into with them. Well, in two ways. Um hold on. One way, and then I hold on. So there's a train of thoughts, and sometimes they get bunk, jump jumbled up on the track. So I gotta straighten it out. All politicians are corrupt and they just are there for money, right? Yes, of course, says the conservative. Okay, who's corrupting them? That never comes up, first off. They never think about, well, who's corrupting them? It's the corporations. It's the lobbyists, yeah, the corporations. Okay, well, then where do they get their power to corrupt? The like, laws that are fucking giving them, it's a but, circle. But that power of the laws that they had already influenced, it comes from their money. 
like their money. So it's like, okay, yeah. then we should tax them. No, 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 no. We don't want to do that. Okay. So you yeah, want the corruption. Jobs. <laughs> yeah. Like you <laughs> want the fucking corruption, but you don't want to do anything about the, your answer to the corruption is get rid of the corrupted. Like you just want to cut the liver out of the body and not take care of the cancer. Yeah, well, let me I tell you, motherfucker. Corrupted. You like roads? <laughs> yeah. You, you want to die? You like fresh water? And so it's like they want to tell you how corrupt the system is, but they don't want to do anything about the corruptors because that's that's socialism. <laughs> right. Well, but then you get you ask so many people like if they had the choice to be part of the corrupted, they'd want to be the corrupted, and they would do the same thing. And oh, I think. Well, like if you you asked, I I think more than like sixty percent of the people would say that they would want it. They would be corrupted, as opposed to. And this isn't like any sort of quote unquote side left right any of that stuff. I think there's yeah people who like would be like oh yeah like well if I had that opportunity like I'm not a Democrat man, like right there's corruption all over there is corruption they're not wrong that there's corruption. I don't disagree yeah. that there's corruption. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it's, it's weird that there's not, I don't know. Cause and like we put in these laws, but then the people that we put these laws in, like if like who were like, we want this person to be able to have access to the, this law. And then that person gets out of office and then someone else gets in that has the exact opposite views, but now has this power to all of these different you know things that we voted in and it's like oh shit well now we kind of fucked ourselves and then it just kind of and then it's like okay well then they can stay forever and then uh now i i got lost oh who did it man like (laughs) i'm sorry uh, no it's cool man uh it's just yeah i don't know there is is corruption but my point is then go after the corrupter because we look as much as people want no government, that's just stupid. Yep, it's just stupid. It's not so gonna we, work. We we need government. Um, I had someone ask me why should we pay for why should I pay for your hospital bills, and I, and my response wasn't, but it should have been why do I have to pay for your security bills? Because government's supposed to protect everybody, and that doesn't stop at the fucking epidermis. And you getting hypertension had nothing to do with any decision you made. And if you just want a vulgar, like, practical reason, um, the more people we keep in the economy, including sick ones, the more the better the, the economy works. Our economy works on demand, not supply. So the most, the more, like, oh, I, that person used welfare to buy Doritos. Guess what that did? That provided a job for the Doritos makers, the guy who distributed the Doritos, the gas station they bought it from. They yep. can have a fucking warehouse full of Doritos, but if they're not selling them, they're not making any money. So yeah. we give welfare same. and we do a... we we help people for that reason. Sorry. So I know I was interrupting you because that's what I do now. Uh, it's a it's a bailout. It's basically like a bailout for, but like on a different sort of scale. Whereas like, it's these things that would otherwise be. Not, I mean, I don't know. They're they're not exactly going out. Like Frito Lay is not fucking going anywhere, but. Um, I mean, it's that kickstart to the fucking. I think economy. bailout's a poor choice of words, maybe, no, but well, I think well, I know well, what you mean. Well, bailout's so, sort of what you do when someone's in trouble, and I'm maybe a bailout for that specific person, but the program in general that helps everybody. I mean, it, it it's a subsidy, and that's a sub- fine. It doesn't have to be a bad word. Like take bailout, 
take bailout, what we should have done with the banks in 2008, instead of giving the money straight to the banks, what we should have done is given it to the homeowners who were just going to pay their fucking mortgage bills, which allows them relief from their debt and to keep their house. But guess where the fucking money goes in the end anyway is the banks. So yep. we could have had people stay in their homes and the banks still get money, but God forbid that happens. The banks can't, like, they want the money and the debt. Yeah, they want but to the, cut out the middleman. But the problem with that situation and that corruption isn't, oh, well, we'll get rid of the people who gave the money in the wrong direction. Like, we'll get rid of the system that gave the yep. banks money. It's like, no, you get rid, you like, you fucking let those, like, you let the banks fucking fail. Like, you just, you don't give them money with no strings attached. Like, stop but it. Like, <laughs> So why would they, give, I mean, what would be their incentive to give them something with the, no strings attached? There obviously had to be some strings attached for them to do it. Well, first there off, you don't something. let them be that fucking big. Like, I agree, there is corruption. Do you know what you do with the corruption? You lower the power base of the corrupting force. Which means you tax the shit out of them. Our largest, our time of largest economic growth was during the 50s and the 60s. Do you know what the corporate tax rate was? Not very high. Ninety Zero. fucking percent. Oh, okay, the other way. Yes. So then it no. just kept getting lower and lower because starting with JFK, lobby. actually, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, that's why I would get rid of capitalism altogether. But, <laughs> but yeah. we live in this world, and I'm I'm willing to operate within it. So I'm saying, but so you fucking tax them, and then they have less power to corrupt. Now, monetarily. I, Yes, I'm talking on a fiscal basis. Money is power. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's how we justify power in this right. country. That's what, yeah, that's what we're just saying. Like, the reason why Elon Musk is being paid attention to right now is because he has fucking money. Yeah, no the reason why Kanye West would just be some dude on the side of the fucking road if he hadn't been a billionaire. Yeah. And then we got to listen to his, to his fucking rants because everybody keeps putting him on his podcast because he's important, because he's got fucking money. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't, especially I don't when it comes to the arts, you know, specifically, you have come across people who either are so much more talented than you in the different endeavors that you've done that you're yeah. like, how the fuck do they not have a late night show or a spot or a contract or aren't being able to, to uh, provide for themselves with their talent? And yeah. you've also known people who have been super successful, and you're like, I could do a better fucking job than that asshole. Uh-huh. Because uh, <laughs> they they know exactly who to fucking who's gonna play the game and who's who's the right kind of fucking Yeah, I mean that I don't know how matter we, for shit. I don't know how we ever get rid of relationships and that you know, like like nepotism's a motherfucker. Like, dude, I can't tell you how many fucking uh wikipedia wormholes i've gone through in any sort of anything like from entertainment to fucking politics to you know uh i don't know fucking someone who put the country together um whatever important, but, I mean, people. Like, important people is nepotism and it's always going to be like how many fucking stupid sons or daughters of people who don't 
do shit like or just like dude this person fucking sucks but oh okay like oh her dad is this person her mom is this person oh her uncle okay geez okay fuck okay and this yeah. person like especially like in hollywood now dude, it's, it's all the son or daughter of somebody yeah. it's like oh hey it's this the daughter of or the son of like this be actor but like they look like them and they have the same mannerisms so they must be good let's put them in a movie like why are you casting this person like sometimes what? they are good i mean but that's because they grew up around the industry and they had enough resources to just like dedicate their time to being that good at fucking yeah. you know 15 or whatever so like i mean the last time i the last story i heard of someone being discovered was fucking jewel <laughs> that never happens anymore that i can you know where you just take an audition and now you're a big star how'd they find jewel were they up in alaska going and like no, she was a waitress at a diner in la and so someone just saw oh, her? she i mean she was playing on the side of the street i think oh okay so i know or... at one point she was homeless in, in la or in alaska la okay well so then i mean that's and that's the story too like she has the story the story is a big thing with anything in entertainment too like having that story is i think a really big part people want that like, like any sort of i mean all these are you know scripted as much as pro wrestling uh but i mean any one of the reality shows like you know the person that's gonna win isn't always the most talented it's the person whoever has the best story the story not 100 percent of the time i'll go with 90 percent of the time it's the best story is what's gonna win and it's, well the, the thing with reality shows is you don't even have to win to have a career after the show's over and usually I mean, isn't the person who wins that has the career i call it it's, the amorosa effect because yeah. I don't think she won Celebrity. I mean, a one Apprentice, but she okay. became a star because she was a personality. Yeah, and I mean that's what works. I mean, so, but yeah, and she had the story. She has the story. She has the. I guess. By the way, that, that would be a. I guess. By the way, that would be a story of being discovered. But whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, sort of. Like the situation. Yeah, the situation, dude. <laughs> he's still doing stuff right he's got to be doing yeah, stuff i think he gets these people get like weird appearance fees as long as they have some kind of relevancy to somebody who's drunk and can have a good time they'll pay you ten thousand dollars come by the bar and that's that's pretty all right man like you only have to do one thing like i mean it's i don't know how taxing it is on them though either like just how soul crushing it can be i can just imagine i mean be taking a fucking ten thousand dollar check to fucking wave at some people uh be like i'm the situation yo i don't know I, what the fuck he does i don't have um, any sympathy <laughs> yeah. they'll, they're, was, they're doing fine yeah and so like i don't know i think it could be yeah if they're getting fucking that paycheck and people are wanting them i guess go go do it man show up wave your fucking little hat around and... but yeah um the other thing that gets on my nerves is sort of just the all-around anti-establishment types who are just like, if they say it, if, if, if they hear it, then it must be not true. Like, yeah. you know, like you saw that a lot during the pandemic with, the, I was just arguing with somebody yesterday where they're just like, they just want to control you, man. They want to lock everything down and keep you in your house and control you. And I'm like, 
control you to do what? Like, what does keeping you in your house do for them? How does that increase their power? How does that make them like more than what they are? How does that, like, what are you doing by abiding the laws, respecting property, paying your bills, taking out debt in order to, uh, which forces you to keep the job that you have. Like you're already doing the thing that they want you to be doing. Like you're controlled. So then, I mean, yeah. I, it, what, yeah. What, what does like take Washington, what does doing a lockdown do to help Inslee? Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Get, I mean, if that's what all... I'm saying. Like, it's that's what you hear. Like, they just want to control you, man. They want to control you. It's like, to do what? How does that benefit them? Because the economy crashed because they wanted to control you. How does the economy crashing help them? <laughs> that's if, that's again, a good point. If the politicians are corrupted by the corporations, why would the corporations not want you to go to Walmart? But you can still go to Walmart. That was like the only place you could go. But they don't just, okay, sorry, Walmart was a bad example. But they also own other businesses too that you supposedly couldn't. Because also too, this enormous, this amorphous term lockdown, like, yeah. First off, a lot of people just voluntarily weren't leaving their house. Secondly, I could do pretty much everything I could do after after the vaccine came out. I could pretty much go and do whatever I wanted. I just had to wear a mask and maybe stand six feet away from everybody. So what was I, I being controlled to do? I mean, that's another thing, too. They talk about just the masks. They could control you to do what? I mean, they, sorry, I keep interrupting you. <laughs> no, it's cool, man. Like, I mean, like where I was, there wasn't shit. There was barely like there were a few people that would be wearing masks and shit. Um, I was in well when it started, when it very first started, I was in right outside of Minneapolis, mm -hmm. and uh, I think I told you about this. Like, so right when it started, um. Like my girlfriend got laid off and uh and then yeah so then we were gonna move in like move to minneapolis mm -hmm. live downtown and we were gonna and then we ended up not because i was like fuck i don't want to live in the city fuck that and then it would have been and then the place we were gonna live we would have been moving in the day before where um on the same block where the george floyd stuff happened mm. And so we were down in Southern Minnesota and Southern Minnesota, dude, like they didn't fucking, there was hardly anything. Yeah. No, no, nothing. Iowa. I was like 10 minutes from the Iowa border, Iowa, nothing shut down, no masks, no, nothing, everything fucking business as usual. But then like I would go and hop on an airplane, you know, fly out to Oregon and shit's just completely different. Or even going up into Minneapolis and just seeing, Minneapolis, not merely Minneapolis. It was that was weird. That part was weird. Seeing like it was a lot of the like I don't know. It was the parts that got fucking the worst during all that were like like they got 
trashed and shit were like the black neighborhoods, which didn't make much sense to me. I feel like we but, started at COVID and now we're at BLM. Well, that that was just. <laughs> I mean, it was the same time. I, that that was. Yeah, I mean, it was all. It's all was all going. I mean, COVID's yeah, still not and, over, but it's all. It was all going at the same time. Well, yeah. Neither is BLM. BLM's no, not over either. No, no, it's not. Nope. And so, like killing black people. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, and it just. I don't know, man. There was so much. Just. And everybody was just. I don't know. Like when a time when everybody should have been really banded together. I just felt like there was so much everybody fucking go the opposite way. And I think that's what you think people banded together a lot during the pandemic. Again, I know things were happening simultaneously, but they're still two different subjects. So am I talking about the pandemic or BLM? Or are we talking or, about something else? Because to be fair, my answer would be yeah, a uh, uh, majority yes on both. But if you want to say the pandemic, that loud group who were bitching about masks and pandemics and bitching about every fucking um, public safety measure that was going on. I mean, these midterms showed like none of the people that big the very first big march about like open everything up open everything up was in michigan not only did the governor keep her job after this election they turned the whole state legislature democrat so i do think and then if you look at florida they didn't shut down shit but i oh. looked and they still had a 30% hike in small business closures so that means Without even being told to stay home, people did because there was a fucking pandemic. So I think that group of people who were just thinking antagonistic at every fucking stage were loud and a lot, but they're not the majority. Well, I mean, I so think it's also regional, but they're not the majority. The majority of us did go like, oh shit, there's a pandemic let me put a mask on or stay in six feet away. Like I'll get the fucking vaccine. A majority of people get the fucking vaccine too. Yeah. Well, I don't so. know. I think, I think both were kind of, cause like what I would, I don't know. There's a lot of people who just like do their thing, but then there's people who would, you know, go up to someone who's wearing a mask and start coughing on them. Or you'd have someone say, Hey, make sure you got your mask on. And they're fucking like 10 feet away from them. Like, a lot of people just seem to like do shit just to be dicks, but I don't think it was a lot. There was there was that. I mean, your two examples. One side sounds like a dick, and the other one doesn't. Oh well, I think they both sounded like dicks to me, but that's that's my opinion. And like, I didn't police people. Yeah, I mean, and granted, I, you I, in my area, you said there was most people, most everybody followed it. Yeah, never. Yeah, it was pretty pretty followed, and like, I don't know. Yeah, it was just weird. Like you got people just. It just seemed like people not it wasn't a lot, but it was like it was what you sucks. It's the fucking the squeaky wheel against the fucking grease. And it's these fucking assholes that that's what you that's all you hear. You don't hear about people just fucking chilling out and hanging at home. Take twenty sixteen, take twenty twenty. Do you think half the country supports Trump? Fuck no. No. The first election, nineteen percent of the electorate voted 
Trump into office, and he got in with a fucking technicality. He did not win the majority. Yeah. Um, the 2020, the historic turnout, 2020, it was still only 60%. He got less than 30. But you go on the internet, you think it's fucking 50-50. You talk to my dad, he would tell yeah. you the country split 50-50 because of the Senate, which is the dumbest fucking way to validate that when yeah. it's anti two two senators for montana where 50 people live and then two senators from california where two million people live the point is i'm getting off track the point is that's what we do here this is what i need editing the point is i'm saying like you would think it's 50 50 or 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 whatever and and yeah no they're just loud the assholes yeah. are very loud and they whine yeah. and they complain uh-huh. and they work the ref why aren't you talking about this? Blah, blah, blah. I didn't. How, why are you? <laughs> I love this one. The media is not talking about the thing that I learned from media. Yeah, that I learned from media or Facebook. Yeah. That someone got from media. And Facebook's, I know that I'm being censored on social media because I read an article on social media that told me that there was censorship. Not, exactly. that, not that there hasn't been censorship. I'm just saying. I, I, I don't think it's to the level that everyone complains about it. Yeah. Nor do I think those people are uh apply freedom of speech equally. But um yeah, so yeah I, I'm just saying like you look at BLM, you've got the largest uh group, you've got the largest protests this country's ever had. That sounds like there was a lot of people coming together. Yeah, but then you also had the people on the other side being dicks. Again, but are they like the they're not the majority? No, it's not. It wasn't. So, so like, there's always going to be twenty to thirty percent shitheads. Yeah, and look, let me let me say this too. Again, I am not a fucking Democrat. I am not a fucking liberal. I there are plenty of shit libs who take you know we like I said before the status quo. So you've got people that that you've got a Nancy Pelosi who has benefited from the status quo. The way things work now has benefited her and her husband greatly. So sure, she'll use language that is meant to fight racism, but she's not going to do anything that would structurally change to eradicate racism because then she's not sure she would still benefit from that new status quo. So that's why you have um, shit lip. I mean, I call them shit libs. Right. Where they will say all the nice, pretty things. They'll put kente cloth on and do a kneel, but they're not going to actually pass police reform because if they did that, then maybe their house isn't going to be as well protected because let's face it, cops are here to protect property, not people. Yep. And that is also a way of keeping the status quo. Yeah. So, like, don't get me wrong. There are, there were shitty, I'm not going to defend all 50 governors' decisions on COVID. Even the ones that, you know, people would align me with. I'm not going to defend every fucking decision. Fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> they not, have I'm, their own their own reasons. 
I'm not going to defend every person. You know, people like to confuse BLM, the movement, like people like me who think that Black Lives Matter too, <laughs> um, with BLM, this weird fucking organization that took a lot of donations about a hype house. Yeah. These are not the same things. Right. So well, they, they I don't like those people. Yeah. Well, I don't like those people who bought the hype house and I didn't give them any fucking money because I'm not a yeah. dumbass. Yeah. You weren't out there doing what you needed to do for people who could really benefit from it. Not so I I'm just saying I agree with you. Like I don't like the both sides, but I am not gonna say there aren't shitheads on both sides. Yeah. yeah. And so hey, let's let's call that. Let's we got we got to where we got to and so uh, I think I'm getting low on on some battery, man. And like we got we got to where we got to. We got to, you know, do what we do, and we kept it real. And like, you guys, look, you can have talks about shit and not fucking get all offended or butt hurt. And like, you don't have to go and attack the other person. Like, I've always I've always respected D Jacob Riles here because he's good about just we just talk. We we fucking. We're able to fucking see shit from other sides and he's cool. So you guys, uh, you're going to listen to his podcast, which is called, I took a picture of it. That's something on in front of the telly, which you can find, I guess, on App, Apple podcasts or any of, I think, I think she puts, again, I don't do the behind the scenes shit. She does, but I think it's everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, it's in front of the telly telly spelled t-e-l-l-y so you guys uh get on that and you got your your stickers your sticker that's seven? that got shut down we're uh, my art plugs are on hiatus right now i'm figuring shit out okay so well you guys if you want commissions from him you get a hold of him uh but you're gonna want his art when it comes back up so don't be a dummy and miss out on that art so you guys, you can yeah find him on the on the podcast. If you want to get a hold of him some other way, you can find him. You can uh, track him down if you'd like to, and stand behind him in a line, and tell him how much you like him, <laughs> or whatever. Single, uh, single file. Yeah, single file. You know, make it make it neat. Uh, do you have any way you want people to contact you? If you, and you know contacted? what, you know what, three feet apart. Three feet. <laughs> Look at this guy, man. Making making sacrifices for you for for the good of his fans. So three feet, that's cool. You get a little a meter stick, and you're gonna be close. Uh, yardstick, meter stick, they're about what the did same. You, what did you ask me for? I I made it dumb. Uh, no, well, I mean there uh there's what do you want people to get a hold of you, or how do you want people to get a hold of you, or do you want to tell them just listen to your podcast? Oh, you can do it, or you can also go on Facebook and just search in front of the telly, and that's where the podcast happens when the podcast's not happening. And uh, yeah, and if you want to start a conversation there, you can do that. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that I didn't fully hit every nuance in some of the topics that we hit, so I'm pretty sure someone's mad at me for not rounding every corner. But hey, me uh, too. <laughs> but that but, means people uh, are listening that's all my plugs it's just in front of the telly cool well um and if you ever are up for a guest uh, i'd be happy to go on and book myself on there and uh 
if you ever want to do a podcast with me or do your own podcast, I'll uh, I'll put it up on my on my my podcast network, and uh, I, I'd be be happy to do that. You might not get it edited quite to an awesome degree, but I'd be happy to do it. So, yeah, for uh, yeah, that's that's it. Okay. That's gonna be all. So uh, thank you, everyone, for listening, all you millions and billions of people out there. And, yeah, find find DJ Caprials because he's fucking cool. And that's the show, man.